You know when you have those moments in your life that just speak to you and they stick with you? And you're like, well, I'll be. How true is that? Well, the excuse bench story is one of my big ones. I mean big. I'm actually laying here on the beach listening to girls stop apologizing. And while Rachel is giving some sage advice, the gist of her book reminds me of the excuse bench. When Dylan was in the seventh grade, he was beginning his school sport career. Now, mind you, we had been Little League football and Rec League baseball and travel balling for quite some time. Daddy ball, as many called it. The kind where we all acted like there was a brand new Ford waiting on us in the parking lot if we won. And I reckon we all thought we had the next Bo Jackson on our hands. You know, what is it they say? We all think our crow's the blackest? Well, Dylan was no exception. He was Mama's angel. And I've long past asked forgiveness for my actions from those days. Lord be near. Picture it. Summer basketball preseason tournament. Circa 7th grade Scottsboro Junior High School glory days. In the old, old gym. You folks from Grant know what I mean. The thing about the old, old gym was this. They had those old wooden bleachers that really gave you nowhere to sit except right behind the team who was sitting on the front row. And besides, all of us mamas had on our best black and gold, and we were perched up there like a bunch of excited kids at Christmas because our black crows were fixing to squawk. Now, for those of you who know my child, he's a good kid, and I got real lucky. But one thing I have to say is his forte is not being able to take constructive criticism well. And what that means, y'all, is, well, Dylan ain't never done anything that was his fault in his life. He's grown out of this somewhat. I mean, he had me as a mama. And some of you know his daddy, too. He comes from a long line of control freaks. God love him. So needless to say, during one of the first timeout huddles, us mamas were all leaned over just waiting for the praise that Coach Arnold was about to bestow on our crows. And I've always told Dylan, if you look good, you play good. My legendary white baseball pants skills are for another post, I'm afraid. I'm kind of a legend. Take a moment and bow to the queen of stains. Hear ye, hear ye. Fels Naphtha should seriously pay me a royalty check. But wait, what was that? Coach Arnold was daring to tell my baby that he was doing something wrong? In a preseason tournament that was geared to get the jitters out and to practice their game and give them a taste of real games? Dylan and Hunter. No, they didn't foul. They didn't even do anything drastic. But their coach got on to them. You could hear a pin drop on Mama Row. We froze. Those black and gold shakers were hanging low. And just what did my child do? He made an excuse, which made his BFF Hunter a little bit braver, and he made an excuse. Now, let's go back to the never done anything that was his fault bit. What did Coach Arnold do? He grabbed both of them by the arm. Now, this is really significant when I relive this story. And he slung, yes, slung those two onto the bench. Wait a minute here. Their two faces said it all. And then came the words that changed my life. I hope they changed Dylan and Hunter's too. All right, guys, those two are on the excuse bench. Anybody else want to join them? Pretty sure none of the other players spoke up because the game resumed and we had enough players to head back out, all while these two were riding the pine. 
Mamaville erupted all at once. Are you going to let him talk to him that way? And he grabbed him. And those that knew me well expected the eruption of all eruptions. One of epic proportions. For once in my life, I'm glad I disappointed. I sat back and I said, sure am. I chuckled even. I looked at that little incredulous face that turned around to me and I gave him the look. The one that said, say one word, son, I dare you. It was the first time I had ever been glad that my son failed. For real. Did Dylan go back into the game? Sure he did. Did I ever see him make an excuse again? Sure didn't. Not that I could hear. And have I used the excuse bench many times over since that day? Sure enough. I've used it with Dylan. I've used it with work. I've used it with friends, with family, with jail ministry. Oh, especially here. But most of all with myself. Sitting here listening to this book and hearing someone else tell me that there is no one but myself to blame for my endless running around like a chicken with its head cut off schedule. And that if you truly want something, you need to hustle and do whatever you have to do in order to make it happen. You know, before the excuse bench, I would have said, hey, she don't know how hectic my life is. Taking care of my grandmother, work, me time. That endless guinea pig wheel in my mind that spins endlessly with idea after idea every day. And post-excuse bench, I'm over here fist pumping and heck yeah and making folks on the bench near me question who or what they're sitting by. Headphones can be the devil at times. Now my son went on to have a wonderful college career. It just happened to be in baseball because that was his love. He played three years of college ball and he still loves the game. The excuse bench came along. He was his biggest critic and I was his biggest fan. And if just one of you reads about the excuse bench and applies it to your life or your kids' lives or just, well, anything, it was worth foregoing my beach nap and running my battery down out here. I wish I could make an excuse for the old me who just had the chair rental boy change my umbrella to full shade. But hey, can't make excuses here. Later, y'all.